What would you say you do here? You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. There are no more shenanigans, no more tomfoolery, no more ballyhoo. Right, the Cartoon Casual Podcast. We're about to do something here that I've been wanting to do for 260 plus episodes. You're coming out of the closet? Uh, no, 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 no. Still firmly locked in the closet. In the time. closet. Yeah, don't tell the ladies. Uh, they'll be so sad. Okay. Uh, no, I'd like to introduce my friend and fellow podcaster who got me into it, Zen DeHogue. Welcome. Hello. Yes, welcome, Zen. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like a podcaster already. <laughs> uh, for those of you that don't know that uh, Zen uh, uh, used to do the Double D podcast with a multitude of people, but it used to be you and uh, Ray Diaz. Yeah, it was me and Ray yeah. to start. Actually, it, it, began, oh, no, it, as, it began as the Zen and Peace show. Out of with me and a friend, staff, is that uh, right? Yeah. Okay, out of My friend staff. Kevin Peace it was the Zen and Peace show, and I thought we'd do it because my name is Zen and his is Peace, and I just... <laughs> That's all we had, right? Peace. We had a really cool sounding name like for it. the show. It was it his was, name spelled like Peace. Yeah, like it's Peace. Yeah. Wow. And he has a son named Justin, and I thought it was the biggest crime in the world. He didn't name him Warren. <laughs> <laughs> My name isn't fucking Warren. <laughs> yeah. It, it, Warren Peace. Warren. No, Pe- I, I get it. it. Uh, I get it. <laughs> Got it. I wanted to explain it to you. Yeah. So it started as a Zen and Peace show, and it was okay. Um, but I don't know if I. Oh, fuck it. Um, <laughs> should oh I God. talk about Kevin? But I, he doesn't listen to any podcast anymore. Well, that's fair. Yeah. No, he he became sort of a, a born again Christian. Oh, okay. He, yeah. He, so found Jesus the show wasn't and, yeah. completely clean. He didn't really want to do it, and. and so then Ray started stepping in, and then, you know, I was still coming wait, wait, at the Zen and Peace show, but it was really just me and Ray. Because he was a born-again Christian, he thought these guys were a bunch of heathens, and weren't, you didn't want to be part of the podcast. Is that kind of what the flair was? Yeah, well, he yeah. didn't want to talk about what I wanted to talk about. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Which was Jesus, ironically. But not, <laughs> not in that way. <laughs> well, Jesus. My, yeah, it was Jesus, Jesus my, my gardener. My Hispanic lover. <laughs> Don't fuck with a Jesus. Yep. <laughs> And so yeah. Ray started stepping in and uh, helping me out when Kevin didn't want to record. Or, or we, you know, we did three ways a lot. And then just Kevin kind of disappeared. And then we just, I'm like, well, let, do you want to keep doing this? And Ray was like, hell yeah, this is fun. Like, we'll just rebrand it. We'll just start all over. And so I'm like, well, I'm not really good at podcasting, but I am great at coming up with really good names for podcasts. <laughs> That's a start. Like, I, like I'm not a like great the Zen and P show. So I'm like, well, I'm yeah. Hogue, your Diaz. So it's going to be the Double D podcast. That sounds good. I yeah. like it. It. I mean, and then we, we for I don't know eight or nine years with nothing but a, a podcast name really to go on. It was fun we though. Struggled like, f- uh, for nine years, but it had I. Highlights, I guess. You guys were doing Low it for lights. nine years. Yeah, wow. I think so. Long time. So you were was, early on in the, in the game. They, um, but I like I got invited invited to come up. Like I'd never even met you the day that I went to your house and recorded a podcast. I had never met you yeah. before. Um, and I think I met you out in Flagstaff, bef- like the day before, when I went up there with the whole Diaz clan, <clears throat> and I was like, I don't, I it's and within literally within fifteen minutes, I was like, oh, I get this. I get to. I'm in Flagstaff on a podcast where nobody I know listens to that no or rather nobody that nobody that knows me really other than like the Diaz clan of that tight circle. So I just kind of cut loose and I and that's when Cardo and Ray were like they'd only known me for maybe a year if that because oh, I, really? I had and, no yeah, idea. Yeah, I didn't know them. I met I didn't meet Cardo until I moved next door to him. That was 2010. And I met you late mm-hmm. 2000 like probably that Christmas I think is when I came up. It was around Christmas time. It was right before Christmas. I yeah. do. Rem- I remember the yeah. show, and it was. Oh God, we. I mean, it. The racist. Um, That's, oh, oh, the, you had racists on the oh, show. No, 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 no. Oh. It, you know, you. It was it, the when the flipping Dutch, that the Dutch, uh, the Filipino Dutch bakery, or not Filipino Dutch bakery, the Dutch bakery. I don't even remember what they served. It was. It was like uh, they were Dutch open pancakes. for about. It was like Dutch babies. Three like, months. Yeah, and. You're like, I get pissed off. I don't like that. I'm like, why? Like, well, flipping Dutch. And I was like, fuck, because you're half Dutch half and Filipino. half Filipino. Yeah. 
and then you just came up like we started talking about black sambos and this and that and the other and then finally is when Cardo's like, yeah, I don't like going past the cleaning aisle because it says spick and span because he's Mexican. And I was like, oh, yeah, I hate driving past it. Every time I drive past a Cracker Barrel, it makes me mad. And Cardo just chimed in with, yeah, like you've ever driven past a Cracker Barrel. And I'm like, fuck, <laughs> this is a brutal podcast, and I'm having so much goddamn fun. And that was on a few more times. And and then there were yeah, just the really, really foul jokes that you could not get away with these days. We would get hashtag canceled. Now, when you were up at um, when you guys did the show up at the uh, Tim's uh, garage, yeah, there was was, was yeah. Uh, Zen there. No, that was Zen. Who, that was Zen show. That was a double D podcast. That was, okay, that yeah. was you were obviously. Then you were there. Yeah, that I was, was there. That, it, yeah. yeah, and that was that's where I saw you guys. Right, uh, that's right. Which first I saw completely it. had forgotten about that. That I for, completely forgot about that whole remote podcast and all that. Yeah. So, um, you got in. How did you like? What made you just go? I'm going to buy some equipment and record this shit. Had you been listening to podcasts? Kevin this is Smith. Like, uh, Kevin Smith, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Smodcast, Smodcast, and the the Smodcast like studio, like that theater that he had in L.A. The um, I forget what they called that thing. It might have been right away. I don't think he had any of that when I decided oh, okay. I wanted a podcast. I just had. I was a big Kevin Smith fan back then, mm-hmm. and he said, "Well, I'm doing this audio recording thing," and I think he started out he was doing some guest DJ spots in L.A. And then it kind of morphed into, hey, I want to record. And he just started putting out a show and, and calling it Smodcast. And I'm like, what is this Smodcasting? I think Ricky Gervais had just started to about right, the same right. time. And I'm like, this is amazing. They're just recording themselves talking. Like, I can do that. I want to do that. I don't know why I felt like I wanted to do that. And like, why you felt like somebody like gave I a had, shit. I, like I had anything to say. <laughs> yeah, but the, we're the same way. We're like, there's. I can't believe anybody I'm listens so to this into it. Yeah. yeah. But it's fun. And it also, like, for Paul and I, we've kind of agreed over, you know, five years of doing this or thereabouts. Um, 2010 is when uh, Smith started his Smodcast. There you go. Yeah. So, but he was doing podcasting before that. It wasn't called Smodcast before that, I think. I think. Because it came from his spoken word thing and then the guest DJ spots. I remember that. Now it's starting to kind of come back to me because I think his first, Kevin Smith's first podcast would have been, like, 2008, 2009. But I didn't even have an iPhone yet. <laughs> I could, like there was no. I didn't. I would, like I had to go online and listen to podcasts. And I listened to a handful here mm-hmm. and there. Um, but uh, I, it, Paul and I both kind of agree, and I'm sure you kind of are along the same lines. It's kind of cathartic. Just sit down and just talk about a bunch of shit. It's almost like shitty therapy, <laughs> like unprofessional therapy. Yeah. In the end, when we had stopped. I, I have I have this great big library, right? I have all these files. I have all the raw files and all the edited files. I have everything we ever recorded. And although I put it out into the world, and it probably doesn't mean a whole lot to a whole lot of people because it never got very popular, it means something to me. And I have this, like, eight, nine-year collection of audio of me and my friends getting together at, in what was, like, every couple weeks for years and just talking about what was going on in our lives at the time. So as I get older, like, I I haven't wanted to yet, but I think when I get older, we'll see, I can go back and I can listen to all these things, you know, and, and listen to myself 20 years ago. Right. And what was going on in my life. It's better than a snapshot. It's like, it's it's better than pictures. I think it might be even better than video. Because that's, I didn't even think about that, Zen. I, the, the whole reason why I say, because I have all of our unedited masters and then i have everything edited all saved and it's uploaded to the cloud in multiple spots just for posterity's sake um and that's all because of you because you told me that you saved Aww. everything even though you would because qu- you guys had basically <laughs> stopped about around the time that we started yeah and is your stuff still out there somewhere available people can no it's no, not okay no i i i deleted the links i i shut it all down there's I no tried you know you can't Get rid of everything. Look at her. Crystal's being very quiet. How she's walking. This is hilarious. Yeah. So yes. Crystal's wife is. Yes. I'm Chris, Timmy Zen's wife. Crystal's in. Be careful when you walk down. And she's just throwing up fingers. No, oh, thanks. I'm serious. Be careful when you walk down there. Okay. They say that. All right. Things she's, live. She's, she handles steps just fine. I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they say that things live forever on the internet, but that's if people want to search it out, right? When when we are doing the podcast i'm promoting it i'm asking i'm actively asking people to listen to it tell your friends about it uh-huh 
even then nobody was searching it out so now you know years later and i tried to pull it all down like i don't think it really exists so what we I guess if you do, tried really hard, you could find it right. somewhere, like maybe on Podbean it, it or to be something somewhere. They, they didn't. Yeah. That Joe's searching for you, it right Okay, now, so what's really funny is that there's now another Double D podcast out there. There, was, there was multiple <clears throat> Double D podcasts while we were doing it. Oh, here's a good story. Right at the end, right before we quit, uh, somebody, it might have been uh, Cousin Dave hit me up. He's like, you guys won an award. I'm like, really? That's amazing. He's like, yeah, best sports podcast. And I think it was in Pittsburgh. I'm like, wow, that's and amazing. And he sent me the link. And it's like, holy shit. Some show, it, was, it wasn't it was called the Double D Podcast. It was called the Double D Show. It was a radio show in Pennsylvania. might have been Pittsburgh. But the link that they were sending everybody to to listen to the show, they used our <laughs> URL, <laughs> Double D doublepodcast.com. Well, that's kind of what you want. That's a way to market. I mean, yeah. you yeah. kind of want that, but <laughs> yeah. not as you're at the tail Crazy end. Crazy good numbers yeah. that month. Oh, until I, every, they turned it on. They're like, what the fuck is this shit? There's zero <laughs> sports on here. Yeah. <laughs> we might have talked about sports, but badly and very much so, I'm sure. A lot of misinformation, <laughs> which was our show. There was... <laughs> do you remember the show where we made like prison tamales? And then tried them. Like, we took a break and made, like, the prison tamales, like, like with Fritos in the Frito bag. Yeah. Oh, that's a prison. I never knew that was called a prison tamale, because I've had that, obviously. Just uh, Well, no, no, not like a Frito pie. Not like they do in Texas. No, this is, like, you take Frito chips, like corn chips, and soak them in a little bit of water, get them soft into, like, a masa. And then you put, like, I don't remember what all we did. We did a bunch of different flavors. Yeah, we did a lot of contests on the Double D show. Yes. Just because I I really didn't have show ideas most most weeks. So it was always revolved around contests or let's all try and do this. Let's all try and do this. It was a lot of dares and... Beer tasting. And and challenges. Yes. So, yeah, making prison tamales because I worked for a while in a prison. See, it's funny that which you, I never talked about on the show, which is weird. But well, we can talk about that. Uh, but it's funny. It's funny that you that you you said you encourage people to listen or to share and that kind of stuff. And normally, what happens if I go somewhere or Joe's that we're doing and someone goes, "Oh, I've listened to y'all's show." I'm not kidding. Automatically, I just when I say I am so sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm not kidding. I'm, saying, I'm so. Did I say anything terrible that bothered you? Because you never know if they're just gonna pull out a shank and just just <laughs> jam you one in the kidney. No, you guys no. are funny. Okay. Oh, and then I'm like, do I need to go to the, my truck and get my, like, Billy Club, or should I go to the truck and get m- some stickers for you? Like, right. want, just tell me. Or do you want my phone number? We can start going out. Is that, yes, is that right. Turn that way. Definitely. We did have one woman tell us years ago that she listened to our podcast the, the day it dropped in the morning when she got ready and would um, uh, pleasure herself. Yes, I remember that. Voices. I remember telling her that. And this is a woman I who I had to that, work yeah. with. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you guys have sexy voices. I never got that. I, I don't. I don't have a great radio voice, <laughs> which is another I fucking I pretty, ironic. I think it's pretty sexy. I think thing it's fine. about me wanting to do a podcast, but you guys have terrific. I don't know. Basey baritone we, voices. We, yeah, Joe has the baritone. I I do. I do. Yeah. I know that. Yeah, and I can go even lower if I need to. Um, it, and occasionally we do. And it's, but I did the the, I've definitely had a handful of people tell me like you have a really nice voice. Which harkens back to when I used to work at the phone company in customer service, and I had, I mean, 18 to 80. Oh, you have a really nice voice. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, would you like to buy some high-speed internet? Uh, I think I'd. Oh, fuck. Does it, Hold come, on, does give it me come with fresh panties? Like, the, like they, and I don't it was, know. It, Can you talk me into it? it right. <laughs> you know, talk me into DSL and talk me right out of my panties. <laughs> but it, I and and then uh, a friend of mine who actually showed me how to use Adobe Audition and how how to set this up. He's I still give him an executive producer credit. His name's Dan Dano. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dano and Janelle did, he, he used to do promoting. You you probably met him tall dark hair anyway uh, at Blackbridge. So he has a degree in broadcasting. He and works he's now a uh, executive director of like four stations up in Alaska. Like he and he like he's the shit. He gave me an 8-hour crash course in audition and said you guys need to and listen to some of our episodes. Was like okay, mm-hmm. clutch words, no um, no uh, no but, nah, 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 you know whatever. It's tough to get rid of. I'm sure we probably still have a couple of those. We might. I don't know here and there. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, there, right there. He he gave me uh, all a lot of tips and tricks and Paul as well. And then w- we'd had him on the 
on the show. In fact, there is a pot. Actually, that reminds me. There's an episode that he never wanted to be published until he had moved out of Kingman. We should publish that when it's a throwback. Oh, I forgot about he was, that. He was a uh, head wrestling coach at a high school here in town, and he was talking. We were asked, just asking about that. He goes, "You know, what's amazing. What never changes about locker rooms is how homoerotic they are." And then after the conversation, he's like, "We can't post this because I'm talking about uh, naked." High school boys ta- snapping towels and so shit. So was the locker yeah. room scene in Top Gun, by the way. The, all the, the whole movie courses we from beginning about. to end, from the phallic shaped jets <laughs> to the volleyball, the right. the taking their shirt off, just and hanging the, out in the naked locker room, in the locker room, the, locker room scene. Yeah, all that. So stuff. ridiculous. I still have nightmares about middle school locker room experiences. <laughs> so wow, let's we never talk had about sh- it. Yeah, we never had to. Sh- I never had to shower. It was about two years before I got to middle school. Before they stopped. It was like right when they they had stopped uh, making anybody shower. You had to change into gym clothes. You still had to get like down to your underwear, which yep. was awful for a fat kid. So, Are, how was your experience? So, eighth grade. How old are you in eighth grade? 14? Fuck, 14? 13, yeah. 14? I still don't know these things right, right away. I have to do the math. Well, it wasn't that long ago for me. Eighth it grade. I still hadn't gone through puberty. Oh, shit. Yeah. Me and one other kid, and I'll, it, Javier. Me and Javier would wait till everybody else was getting out of the shower and then quickly with our towels wrapped around us, you know, hotel style, run to the showers, throw them on real quick. Like we had this you guys were battle, unspoken you're, connection. We were, you're, bald, we were, you're bald battle buddies. We were bald battle buddies. <laughs> quickly take our showers, you know, quick glance over. No, nope, he hadn't gone through puberty yet either. Oh, God. <laughs> Me and him. That's and then oh, and kids are so fucking cruel. Yeah, I mean adults are shit. A little, but little like, bald thimble, and then there's guys in there like big giant dicks and hair everywhere and talking about the chest hair. Yeah, all Mish, the chillers are gonna be shaping, naughty, piney, veiny things that <laughs> like a you work at like, Home a, Depot? like a relief map of the United States <laughs> what is this thing right I'm like is that what it's gonna turn into like, I don't want to go through puberty <laughs> I'm like I don't that looks did he get bitten by a snake what's like, going not on not only have there? you gone through puberty but <clears throat> you've been <laughs> you've also been blessed no you've been cursed oh, by <laughs> the, the wiener gods <laughs> no the wiener devil the wiener devil oh shit that's fucked that's fucked uh, I I can remember getting bullied a bit in eighth grade, but by eighth grade, mm. I was still like kind of a chunky shit. But between seventh and eighth grade, I hit puberty. Like, well, ha- tail end of seventh grade, puberty started to really hit, and I started shaving and all that. And then I uh, did uh, worked on a farm all summer, bucking hay. Mm-hmm. And I came back, and my coach was convinced that I was doing steroids. And he's like, "I'll give you a drug test. I'll, I'll take a drug test right now. I'm not." And I was like. I'll take a drug test right now. Like my voice had changed, <laughs> and I was like forty pounds heavier with like more, way more muscle, and grew like three inches. Right. Still had a little tiny light switch dick, but like I was beefy up top. <laughs> but it, mm-hmm. it, it, but even then, I was just getting the like just, just teased mercilessly, and then I just I snapped one day and rammed a guy, like opened up a locker and rammed a guy's head into it to the point where, when he pulled out of it, he tore the back of his ear. Yeah, fuck that guy. Wow, that's cool. I mean, uh, the the gods blessed him with a uh, a disabled child, and now he's got three books about being the father of a disabled child and blah blah blah. I'm like, all I can think of is like, fuck you, Roger, you piece of shit. I I saw him I saw him just four months ago when I was in Ohio. He was he was hanging out at the bar that me and my brother were at, and my brother's like, hey, check out who that is, and I was like, fucking slam my beer down, and my brother's like, easy. You can't beat up the father of a crippled kid, especially when he wrote, like, wrote a bunch of books about it. I'm like, you know what? Fuck this guy. He's always been a dick. And now he's just like, oh, I changed my whole life around. We remember you being a dick, Roger Hines. Eat a fat co-. I was just like, I don't know why I still have all that pent-up eighth-grade fucking energy. You still have it now. It's crazy. I do. I, well, the, I'm, I'm not going to go kick the guy's ass. Work but on I, that. I kind of... <laughs> you should have Maybe. kicked his ass. He probably needs more material. He, you can only write so many books yeah, about right. raising a crippled kid. <laughs> right. And then he's going to, yeah, do a new whole getting, series getting, of books. Getting beat up by a fat guy. That's like another I book. Like, I, in my mind, it was like the beginning of Goodwill Hunting. It was like, hey, remember me from fucking kindergarten? Bam! And then just beats the shit out of him at like 25 years old. That would I just want to do that, but I'm like, I, I, 
I'm not violent. Did you say and anything just, or do anything or no? Not? No. He actually came over and he goes, "Hey, how's it going, fellers?" Which in my oh. family is not. Now you just fucking cross the line. <laughs> yeah. And my brother was like, "Hey, Roger, how's it going? How's your son?" Because my brother's a firefighter medic, and I'm sure he knew him or something in that way. Didn't expound upon it because you know it's not cool. And I w- I'm like, I'm, oh, I just want to fucking murder this guy. I just I and I was like, you know what? I don't need to do that because. Uh, he has to deal with that whole mess. So, right. oh well. I know that's horrendously insensitive, but fuck this guy. He made my life a living hell for like five years. Well, you probably would have regretted it. Yeah. Well, and then the thing was, once I got to like sophomore year, because this is one of those guys that was a monster. Like, he was kind of like uh, Ben Affleck's character in Days of Confused. He'd been, oh, okay. he, he looked like a 25-year-old at 17, but he, like, he was on the five-year plan. He was a second-year senior. This guy got held back in, like, seventh grade, so in eighth grade, he looked like he was 35. He looked like he drove, like, a, a lifted pickup truck already at, like, 14, but he was, like, 6'2", so then I finally, like, got a little older and taller by sophomore year, like, he was still, like, fucking with me, and I just stood up to him, I'm like, Roger, I will break your fucking legs, and he's like, what'd you say to me? I'm like, you heard me, and I'm about to do it, get out of my fucking face, and he backed down and walked away. You think that I, I would not hold all that that shit against him? Still, still, I'm just like you know. I hope you roll your ankle. Like fuck you. <laughs> yeah. I can get herpes. You know that's fine from your dog. Yeah. Anyway, I digress. Yes, we <laughs> certainly did. <laughs> I was enjoying it. That's what we do. I know you were enjoying it. Um, I still have a lot of bully experiences. I've never let go of. I. That's kind of the only one, and I think it's because he's such a fake twat on the like on the internet. Because I've I've I just, I followed his like book like his his writer Facebook page yes. for a little bit and I'm just like, oh, if the people knew how much of a piece of shit you were. But they, a lot of people have, and everybody probably at this table probably has some level of piece of shitness in their past. Of they, course, that yeah. they've done. So everybody's uh, guilty of this. And, and you know, I'm just level. I'm just one person in his story. So like maybe he was like his dad was beating on him. His dad, yeah. his parents. Well, it comes from somewhere. Alcohol. No, it absolutely does, and it and yeah. it came. And, and I know that right logically. But for the podcast, it's funny <laughs> to want to kick the shit out of your your high school and junior high bully. It is Paul. I, I was uh I was bullied a couple different times, but not that heavily. And then I also did the same. When my parents were getting divorced, I was acting out on that on some neighborhood kids. You know, I, I was. Oh, so you were I, being I, the bully. I was the bully a couple different times. So in someone else's story, you're. I'm a real some asshole. Fucking asshole. Yeah, to where I was highly motivated when I chased some guy down on my bike and jumped from my bike onto him on his bike, going down the street at about thirty miles an hour. Jesus. Yeah, it was a rather violent episode. I did that. I wish I could have seen that. It was pretty. It was pretty. I can't. We didn't break anything, or he didn't break anything either. It was crazy. I <laughs> seriously, I, I did that, but I didn't. It wasn't. It was a one-time thing where we were playing touch football or something at somebody's place, and something happened, and it escalated quickly. And I started chasing him, whatever. And he got on his bike, and I I wasn't gonna let go, you know. And I caught up to him, and but that was it. I never saw him again, you know. And I didn't. Well, yeah, I he's didn't, probably terrified. I didn't, of this crazy fucking. I, ball I didn't. Games I didn't kill him or anything. I didn't really you sure beat him. I think I I totally dominated him Ooh. you know in in uh and i i could have gotten you know you know what i'm saying it was like it, you know how dogs do when they when they when they give up you know like a smaller dog and how that how they present their neck or they open themselves to be vulnerable in the other lead dog and it's that's how they show their dominance you know the other you know okay those, yeah yeah you, yeah I anyway, follow you. yeah that's kind of what happened i mean that's what it, what it was it was obvious he wasn't going to win right you know and so he just gave up and that's not a fun fight obviously he didn't have your level fun. of tenacity no i was just you know i this is all anger that I, again i guarantee i was acting it out for my parents divorce probably it's where it came from because i'm not like that did you bully anybody i don't believe i did but i was I was a like fifty pound, the the one Asian kid in my elementary school. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> yeah, in South Tucson, which was so my elementary school was like ninety eight percent Hispanic. Mm. There was like four white kids, one black kid, and I was the one Asian. What school? What elementary school was that? Van Buskirk Elementary. Van Buskirk. Yeah, yeah. That's it's South Tucson. Tucson. Okay. <clears throat> It's actually very close to where where I went to elementary school for a few years in well Drexel Heights, which we've Mm -hmm. talked about. That's a John E. White Elementary School. Yeah. Um, Wow. And I think both of those fed into. Did you go to junior high down there, or did you move? Had you moved away? No, I went to Utterback. Okay. 
I don't know where that was. It was a magnet school. Oh, it was, it was one of those. Like right yeah. in the middle of town. I thought that one fed into Pister, which was across the uh, junior high, which was across the street from my house. But anyway, uh, yeah. Uh, you didn't, yeah, you definitely weren't going to be the bully. You got bullied. The no. one Asian kid in and the I whole fucking get, school. I didn't really get bullied for being Asian. I got bullied for being skinny. Yeah. Which is hard to believe looking at me now, but I used to be real thin. Like scary skeleton. So, but, but you're saying you, you don't recall ever beating up on somebody or something like that oh, ever. No. <laughs> I wouldn't even know where to start. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I can't see you getting violent at all. I can just see. No, you just I got like, one fight. Yeah. Growing up. So his yeah. name fits. He's Zen. Yeah. <laughs> and then afterwards we were best <laughs> friends all summer long. Really? Me and that kid. Yeah. Oh shit. Uh, Portia has one of those kids in her past and I like, I, I don't know. Like, and I'm not going to – she listens and a bunch of her friends to listen to the podcast, so I'm not going to get into it because they, they know, and I'll just leave that. But I'll tell you at the break because it's a pretty fantastic story, and it made me so proud, okay. very proud. But, um, hey, how about we take a break? That's yeah, a good time, I think. And uh, yeah. we'll come right back with a Zen.
Hey everybody, it's the Double D Podcast, Diaz Hogan Duran. I am Zen, your host, and this is episode 159 of the Double D Podcast. Tonight we're talking about cock rings <laughs> on the Double D Podcast. Take it away, Ray. I don't know if I if my impersonation of Ray is going to be racist or not. <laughs> it's racist, get it? I no. Uh what, what's a racist the, term for Hispanic? I am just kind of whatever. I like that you have to ask, why are you asking me? <laughs> I don't know, Joe. You've lived here longer than more I have. I don't have What no is idea. that supposed to mean? <laughs> that's racist. That's, yeah. that's very statist of Thank you. Thank you. It is. It is. You're well, from, from the, the plantation. Yeah, so. you are. From the, oh, shit. <laughs> you, you, you drove directly out of the hot box right into the southwest. That's exactly right. And that was an incredible intro, by the way. Thank you. Thanks. I'm a little rusty. No, you, you rattled it, it off perfectly. Yeah, it came back to me. Yeah, it did. You're flexing that muscle. But now that we all have a little bit of history with Zen, uh, we suck it in the second half of the show. We're going to make it a little more, perhaps a little more serious. Probably anyway, not that serious. Not that, really. Yeah, not that serious. But you said, but you guys went to Vegas. You and your wife are just are back. Yeah, we just got came, back. Yeah, that's yeah. the occasion. A couple hours ago. Yeah. The occasion was you know, Crystal's uh, birthday, and you guys went to Vegas. Yeah. For the uh, kind of like five days or whatever, four days. Uh huh. Yeah. And was the yeah. revelation in Vegas have to do with cock rings, or is that just. It a, absolutely oh, does. Oh, it does. Oh, okay. sweet. Okay. So I'll bury the lead, then we just get into it. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So we went to the adult superstore in Vegas. Ooh, the two-story one. It, where is it inside? And then they have like a second. Uh, there floor? might be more than one called the adult superstore because this was just because <laughs> it's story. Vegas. Oh, it's one story. Okay. <laughs> so. Well, the, the one that I went to uh, had the largest dildo I've ever seen, which was a fist with two two fist ends. I didn't see. It that was thing. incredible. I was like, that's. They had the one from Top Secret. Have you seen that movie with Val Kilmer? I have not, actually. Oh, I The know. Anal Intruder. Of... It looks like a, a sledgehammer, and it's got a oh, fist on the end. Oh, my God. They had that up on a wall. <laughs> I need that for, like, home defense. Oh. Can you imagine being, like, uh, what is the, do we have the murder ev- evidence uh, here? Uh, uh, what is it? The murder weapon, and that's uh, you know, Exhibit A. And it's just that. Yeah, if you had a pretty uh, heavy, flexible, large dildo, that would hurt. I mean, you think about full swing at someone's face. I mean, oh, yeah, that would be painful. I feel like you've been beaten by a dildo before. <laughs> I'm just saying it would be painful. Mm-hmm. Not it was painful. Mm-hmm. I didn't say that. For them. <laughs> Anyhow, so you're at the adult superstore. Yeah, so we were going to get some toys to play around with. Of course. We just wanted to have some toys in Vegas. Um, And walking through there. And, like, things I hadn't seen before, which was kind of awesome. Like, I've owned, in my time, pocket pussies. I've I've had plenty of those, but now... Plenty of pocket pussies. That's interesting. You gotta have, Why can't you well, stick you gotta, with you one gotta pocket have, pussy, man? <laughs> you got to have a pussy. You got to have a butt. You got to have a mouth, an ear. Wow. Nostril. And, and, oh. <laughs> this is... But now this there's, is, this there's is, whole, like, whole, to, there's whole. torsos. There's yeah. pelvic regions that you can buy where you just throw it on the bed and it's like an ass with an asshole and a pussy and like just the key elements. Half, really of, what a, you're half of a leg. Half of a leg for the for those folks <laughs> yeah. that are, you know. I didn't want a whole woman. I didn't want a whole sex doll. I just want like the pelvis. The, the <laughs> you remember when the was a real doll? That was a popular one for a while. It's still a popular it's one. Still, it's still is that, they still have real like, dolls up there. Do they have the? I didn't see. No, they have the novelty shit. The blow up. Yeah, yeah the blow up. The blow up dolls. The real dolls real are like ninety pounds. Face. Like they're like ninety pound Asians. Like a real. No yeah. offense. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm taking. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm looking at these things like, could I fuck this thing? And I mean, not not physically. A, I know I could. Yeah, but would it? But like, so did you have a? Would I? Did you have a long personal self voice discussion thought, with yourself? Like, I, had I wonder if I could I really do that. I wonder if I could really like by yourself, like you're talking to yourself, right? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Like, if I threw uh, that down on the bed, could I get it up for it? Right. Could I go all the way through the process? And how disgusted would I be with after myself you were afterwards? done? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> throw this thing in a ditch somewhere. Right, because you don't well, want to really clean it up. Sad. Thank you. That was the thing. I was like, it's not self-cleaning. Experience. And they're expensive, probably. Yeah. They're no, not. I didn't I didn't buy any of these. I was just a thought. Oh, I yeah. I but I'll bet around. you it's several hundred at least for something that's that torso-sized. Yeah. Wait, we have a question from the audience. 500 oh, $500. 500 Yeah, that oh, sounds about right. the price? You were too busy staring at it, going, "I could well, probably see, fuck yeah, that." Yeah, he was thinking about fucking. She's going, "How how much do these things cost?" You know, she was just looking at the prices. Yeah, she's like a shopper. She's a wise shopper. She's going to be. <laughs> do you want any coupons for the store? We can look. <laughs> yeah. I as you would shop. I don't think I could do that. 
Really? No, really. I could. I have too much history with my own hand. I would like I honestly like the I, only problem I would have with it is how much money it costs. Right, because that I, was my I, thought. Do, I would do it once, and then I'd be disgusted with myself and throw it away. Fair enough. And then where are you going to hide it? But if I had one for free, I would fuck it, just to say that I'd oh fucked one. Oh, my God. So that's the, the line. If someone market. would give me if one you for free, that's one what for I'm free, saying. you would fuck it. But if you had to pay for it, you're not going to. That's like a horror or something. Like well, I'm, using, I'm not paying for it. I'm using the power <laughs> of your podcast, right? All the cartoon casual Oh, no. Listeners. This is worth this Like if somebody. If somebody wants to buy me one, like I'll fuck it, and then I'll come back on your show and talk about it. Okay. Maybe, oh God, maybe we'll be like when Rogan was sponsored by Fleshlight. Oh my God, for years, for a long like 10 time. Ten years, that was, was his biggest oh, sponsor yeah. forever. Was oh, Fleshlight? I had that. He caused me to look it up. You know, I, I would not uh-huh. have looked it up otherwise. Really? Yes. Oh, okay. as far as I went. Anyway, yeah. on the real. anyway. So we bought some some things for us to play with together, but then I was walking by a wall and I had all these. M- things for men and there were cock rings and i'm like i've she she claims that i've worn one before but i don't remember <laughs> you don't re- i don't remember are you wearing or one right now and you forgot i'm not <laughs> but i'm like you know sometimes like other men i have trouble lasting long in bed okay and my serious voice is that and so I had I had this idea that cock rings would help you last longer in bed. I thought that's what their purpose was. Oh no! Right, because it would constrict your blood from going back yeah. away from your wiener. Yeah, but that's a, that that. So I bought one. Oh uh, yeah. Well, I bought three because it's three different sizes. I don't know which. Right, you know. Is it the Dutch, I don't know what my girth is. Is it the You're Dutch size? Is it the Filipino size? Is yeah. it you know somewhere in between? <laughs> So I, I I bought the three pack, and we and we used it. Which size were you? So, was it painful at some point? What? Was so I started with the bigger one, and, and of course, <laughs> and then I'm like, well, it's not really constrictive enough. Like I really want to get the experience. So I used the the little one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that really and gave you the experience. It's the opposite of making you last longer. No, it feels great. Oh my god. Yeah. It was a revelation. It was earth-shattering like a paradigm shift in my all my thoughts about sex ah. like i why haven't i been using this all my life i i never I have, only wanted to i use had one. no idea that's that's what it would do it was I, so awesome and yeah. i was making noise and she's putting a pillow on my on my mouth like smothering oh, me oh shit did that add to yeah. the experience yeah, that, that helped that turn you on more when she was i was smothering you and your yeah that helped <laughs> Oh my God! Always use a spotter, you guys, because oh there's a fine line between <laughs> yeah, she's like fun so times and manslaughter. Let's bring the noise level down a little bit. Yeah, that's I was great though. It, up. it was so good. Now I can tell you, I haven't used one in 20 years, but the last time I did it. Oh, so you have? Okay. All oh right. yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't think I'm gonna stop. It was great until it came off. And oh, inside I the had to go person. spelunking. Yeah. I, I felt awful. <laughs> right. I felt. You shouldn't s- use the word spelunking. <laughs> Cavernous. <laughs> Crystal, excuse me. For the one lady in the room, I apologize. She's like, "What are you doing?" Oh, that feels kind of good. I'm looking. No, that's looking for my cock ring. That was exactly. Oh, wa- there's my watch. For, oh. <laughs> <laughs> there goes there goes my watch. And my it's, a, it's a treasure trove in here. Yeah, oh my can, god, it's like a goddamn <laughs> dragon's lair. Keys. It's like the, it's like the treasure of the lost lamp. Where's it? Oh shit! There's my fucking. Where's my wedding ring? The Green uh, Lantern lantern was in oh there. Oh my god. <laughs> It's like Hermione's fucking bag on Harry Potter. <laughs> anyway, Which, cock oh, rings. Oh, sorry, for the older guys, Mary uh, oh. Mary Poppins. Okay. okay, Mary Poppins would be um, more appropriate. Yeah. yeah, so how... <laughs> cock rings, two thumbs up. Everybody buy All one. Right. That, yeah. That's a good... Everybody a good buy Jesus. one. Jesus. Especially when buy they're one. super bored with their partner and they just want it to be over with. Buy a cock ring. He'll thank you. So that's what it does. You're saying it, it enhances and then bang, you're done. Yeah. I felt like a young man again. Nice. Like it was alive. It was Big and red and purple, just righteous and just, and just wow, oppressed. righteous rock hard. Like it never looked better, and just felt like it. That's an amazing I don't story. Gross you guys out, but you're, you're like every inch of it was just pulsing with with nerve endings. Just fuck yeah, you will get back oh, into cock rings. That's crazy, yeah. That's I had no idea. Fantastic. Well, now you got to buy a cock ring. Now I know all about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Like I'm a, I'm a walking endorsement for Cochrane. So now imagine being 20 years old and doing that. I would. I would have. Oh my god! I would have blown the head off. How did you learn about when you were 20? What? How did you? I'm just wondering. Went to if, the porn store. I had friends oh, had that, that okay. worked. I the uh, the woman who did the tattoo on my shoulder, who actually trained Becca. Her and her husband worked there. Funny oh. story is they're both tattoo art. Or he was a piercer. She was a tattoo artist. And this one down in Golden uh, Valley. Yeah, the out in Golden Valley. Yeah, and they they tattooed barcodes on their necks, on each other's necks, as like oh. a anniversary present. And the barcodes they use, hers was like a pocket pussy, and his was like some giant fucking dildo. And when I was out, I would just go out there and hang out, just to just shoot the shit because I was bored. I wasn't old enough to go to bars or anything like that, so I'm like, I'm fucking bored. I'll go hang out with them. So I go out there and I was, they have these fresh tattoos. And I'm like, are those barcodes? Like, what are they? Or is it just a random barcode? And she just grabs the gun and goes, boop, and just and <laughs> and scans it and it comes up on the screen. And she's like that, and I'm like, that's a pocket pussy. <laughs> and then Steve, her her husband, came over. He's like, scan mine, scan mine. She's so like, boop, and it came up and it was this giant, giant black dildo, mm-hmm. like onyx black. And I'm like, okay, you guys are officially the coolest and weirdest couple I know. <laughs> But uh, I went out there with uh, with the you know with the person I was with at the time. Mm-hmm. We'll let Portia figure out who that is because okay. it could be any number of uh, like a couple people. And then because uh, I just realized my child listens to this podcast, and that's this is probably the raciest thing I've ever said on here. Does she still listens on a regular basis. She absolutely does. She oh. I get texts like when we talked about Twizzler, <clears throat> Twizzlers versus. Oh, that's uh, right. Are you a Twizzler guy or a Red Vine guy, Zen? I wish I had stronger opinions about this. Because I'll probably disappoint you. Have you have to pick one. It's like Beatles or Elvis. I don't have strong opinions, but I th- I think if I remember correctly, I like Twizzlers better. Good answer. See, I'm Joe was gonna. Right. Joe keeps forgetting he's gonna. That's bring, the one that's all one. It's all one. It's, it's hollow one on the thing inside. and hollow Viral. inside. That's the better one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. What? So Joe was gonna. Oh wait, no. Twizzlers are are solid. Red vines are the ones that that are oh. like waxy and and like they and they're uh, that's one piece. And it's hollow on the inside. You use it as a straw. Oh. That's a red vine. I like oh, those are. I didn't know those were then. hollow. I thought they were like smaller and more solid. <laughs> Disgusting. God damn it. So Joe's gonna buy some and bring them in. And of course, you can tell by the how they look and what they are. But I'm gonna give him my honest opinion. I don't really care for either one that much. I don't get excited about either one. But I've had them both. But I've never really thought about this side by side comparison. So but when we talked about it, I said I'm pretty sure my kids like. She's tw- uh, tw- uh, fuck it, red vine trash and just talking mad shit. Yeah. And literally like that morning that the podcast dropped, she's like, what the fuck? Is that? I'm, yeah, I am. Me and my mom both. We're proud trash fucking red eaters. vine, I'm like, tra- red red vine, vine trash. I'm like, oh, God. Anyway, <laughs> I do agree with them. The the hollow one's better. That's gross. Do people okay. use them as straws? Yes. I assume. Yeah. Okay. I used to. I remember uh, seeing people uh, Coke, Diet Coke mm-hmm. and uh, Dr. Pepper. So they have. That's why that. part of the novelty is that they have a dual use. Then probably that could be part of. And the I'm movie. sure some potheads somewhere have smoked weed out of them. Like anything that's a tube, <laughs> you, you they've tried to smoke weed out of. Um, Snort coke. See, in that no co- question, that cock ring. Yeah. So I, I bought. We bought some just like Zen did. Like you know, Zen and Crystal did. Like in Vegas, they did. They went to you know buy some toys to play around with, mm-hmm. and that's why we did that. So I was like, I'm gonna let's get to check this out, and uh, that was a bad idea. Mm-hmm. It was a good idea. Poorly executed. <laughs> right. Probably yeah. the best way to put it. But yeah, Zen. Sorry, bud. I wish you would have hit me up. Before well, that's good information. You, Thanks about you. the. Uh, first yeah. of all, I didn't know there was a two story sex store in Vegas. That's It's not exactly two stories. The place that I've been to was, and it's like right by the In N Out Burger that's uh, like on the other side of the freeway from the strip. It's right. It's uh, Tropicana and like I 15. Okay. And there's it's it's two stories, but you don't get to, you don't like it's no an elevator. It just stairs up to like a balcony that goes all the way the in, around the inside, and it's approximately ten thousand square feet, the same the same size as your. I would hangar. say you need this in in Vegas because you have a lot of people coming in there, staying in hotels, picking trying people to come up, there. hooking people up, whatever. And they're that's it. You can't do mm-hmm. this online. You got to go to a store right now, yeah. and get something. Yeah. So there you go. It's, and I think it's 24 hours. Which is, I, I almost guarantee it would be. I kind of like the idea of going there and people watching at like 3 o'clock in the morning to see what kind of people come in. It's going it, to... Mm. Wait, when did you guys go there? Oh, it was uh, middle of the middle, afternoon. There even, was, even there was better. no other customers in there, just the one old lady that was working. I think one person came in as we were leaving. What, the, the, a single old lady working at an adult bookstore. Huge I love sex this. Store. Love that. I wish... She was... Uh, no, she was... Real short on charm. She oh. didn't have any personality. She was like, this is my retirement gig. 
Yeah, she was like heavily medicated. I don't know. She oh, was, she didn't have like a, a barcode tattooed on her neck to no with some kind of no. A she had toy. nothing. She didn't have like a a chin dildo strapped on or something like that. I like know. not. No. That's kind of what you want in there. Though. Like in Vegas, you want some old lady in there that's all dressed up in leather and kind of yeah, all yeah, like want doc- to play the part, like Doctor Ruth, exactly. Like some old lady like <laughs> that's that who's like, want. oh hello, may oh, I help hello. you? Was I like a nice young couple? Would you like some help? Do you like double penetration or quadruple penetration? Where you're looking for cock rings? You will not last as long, but it'll feel so much better. Like I can just <laughs> Doctor Ruth working at a fucking sex shop is such a great idea. I don't right. know why anybody hasn't thought of that. She probably has. They probably put her at some point or another like a spoof show or something like that. I hope so. Doctor Ruth. Hope so. Isn't that Doctor Ruth? Yeah. It's oh man. She knows an awful lot about this. Did you have any other revelations while you were in Vegas? Uh, revelations. Go see Piff the Magic Dragon. Piff, yeah, Piff's amazing. Go to um, Area Fifteen. Yeah, the, the Omega Omega Wolf. Mart. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't been there that yet. That was amazing. I kind of have a plan to take somebody there here soon. Next few yeah, weeks. Yeah, go because it's, I really want to go. What's this mart? The Fifteen is what Area Fifteen is what? Okay, it's a Ex- giant warehouse looking thing, and it's like an artist collective. Where you go in and there's like different art things. There's a bar. There's a big bar in the middle. There's this place you have to um, pay to get into, Lost Spirits Distillery. And that's its own thing. And then there's like some shops. But the biggest part is the Meow Wolf Omega Mart where you go in. And it's kind of this artist version of a uh, grocery store or Walmart or whatever. And then you kind of walking around and everything's kind of weird, like the it all. And, I've seen picture and video of it. It the like inside that grocery store. It's like a really twisted version of like what Andy Warhol did with a lot of his oh. visual art, like Campbell soup cans and shit okay, like that. Cool. But all of the products, they look real. But then you get in close, you're they like, are real. The fuck? You they're, can they're, you can pick you can, it up and buy it. Oh, can you really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I bought oh, a box sh- of cereal. It says in big letters. It says. Uh, does it say spiders. simply spiders and then you pick it up and in small letters it says simply does not contain spiders oh but are you saying there's actually some kind of cereal in there it sounds like there's cereal i'm not gonna open it this is okay. cool wow. there's also i know that Hot there's is, there's an alex gray um component to that that situation like alex gray like the guy that did all the, the like the tool album covers and um mm-hmm. Uh, I know lots of people have his tattoos and things like that. It was just really cool. You, you guys, well, I know you know you know who I'm talking about. Do you, are you familiar with Alex Gray, Zen? No. No, okay. And apparently, I'll show no. you guys his artwork. You go, oh, that's I, I that know guy. The, uh-huh. I know the tool yeah. art, so I yeah. know that. You're, yeah. you're, you're familiar with that? Yeah. Yes. This okay, is, That's most of that stuff is him. It's yeah. like it's like the Molly Hatchet, I believe, album covers were, uh, were Frank uh, Frazetta. You know Frank Frazetta? You know who that artist no, is? No, because I don't listen to Molly Hatchet. Well, it doesn't I'm matter sorry. because I remember seeing it when I was a kid. I'm going, that looks like Frank Frazetta. I kind of knew about because my father was into, kind of thought Frank Frazetta's shit was. It's like fantasy, oh, big I, dude art, kind of Conan shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Frank I, Frazetta. Like, like on the side of a van kind of art. Right. But, but, that, he, but like, he, was well, he was well known, and he, uh, back in the 70s, he was well known, and, right and he was cool. Anyway, so I, I'm familiar with some of these. Yeah. So I, I do know about the Tool album covers and what they look like, so that's that guy. Yeah, that's that guy. Okay. Uh, a lot of psychedelic shit, but I I, heard, I I follow him on Instagram, and he was talking about how there's a there's a, there's a, a portion of the uh, Meow Wolf, like that whole, in that in mm-hmm. that collective, he was one of the artists that they invited to do some stuff. So, so I don't Eric, know what he's got. It's like, I don't, I don't know what's what's there, but I do plan on going there, and I've heard it's really cool. So Area 15 is a, is an, is a, Area that's got different shops and stuff or whatever, like a, like it's a yes, dist a shopping district or something. I don't know what the fuck you want to call it's it. Downtown, right? No. Oh no, it's not. <clears throat> no, it's 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 just off the strip on the other side of of the highway. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, for some reason I thought it was down like off of Fremont Street. Yeah, like kind of directly across from the wind. If you went over oh, the freeway, gotcha. Okay, and I'm and right where you're talking in about in that area. Mm-hmm. So you walk into the Omega Mart, and it's not cheap. It's like forty nine dollars a person. To, to get in yeah. but, I mean you could spend all day in there if you wanted to and and the and the main part you walk in you're like in a grocery store but every you pick up everything and you're kind of reading the jokes and they're all kind of tongue-in-cheek right the orange juice there's three different flavors of orange juice the first one said um appropriately squeezed oranges 
and the next one was consensually squeezed oranges, <laughs> oh and then the last God. one was aggressively squeezed oranges. Oh my God! These oranges squeezed in self-defense. <laughs> all these little <laughs> jokes. Shit. Right? I, no, I like and this. All yeah. these amazing things. There's there's a whole thing of roses, and you pick them up, and there's eyeballs in the middle of each one. This and, all like, this, and all this stuff you can buy. You can just walk up and, and check out and buy them. But but you're walking around, and, and then there's all these secret entrances. You can open up the janitor's closet and walk into it, and it's a tunnel that leads you into the back. Or you open up the beer cooler and walk into it, and you're walking through, and the beer slowly on the walls looks like they're all starting to melt. So that's kind of like Dr. Seuss cool stuff things. in a way, yeah. almost kind of a, in real Very life or something. Very trippy and psychedelic. Yeah. And, and oh, I need to out. go to this. There's place. about five different entrances from the store into the back area, and then that's where where the whole thing really lives. There's this giant room that's three levels with stairs and slides you can slide down, <laughs> and and all these things leading off of it. All these hallways and all kinds of ties into this like really weird overbearing tyrannical corporation that runs this place and uh how they're sucking the souls out of all the people that work there and there's an employee break room there's the uh the manager's office there's this long hallway and all these little things that all these different artists did that shoot off of this hallway you go into one room and it's a, a giant thing with laser lights and and no instructions on what to do with it, but you, you just go in and you start messing with it. And as you block each different laser, it makes a different sound. So you can kind of play with it and, and oh, make music. This sounds like you go a into ton another, of fun. I have, into I have no idea this existed. You go into I another room and you're here. like, what the hell's going on? Because you just see strobing lights as you walk in. And then you notice after about a minute of just being overwhelmed by the strobing lights that it's taking pictures and putting your pictures up on the oh, wall. Oh, that's badass. About five seconds after the strobe light, you'll see your image frozen on the wall. I love this. This is so fucking cool. So we went into this other room where it was uh, laser lights being projected onto plants on the wall. And just I, I sat there for, I don't know, 30 minutes just because you, you, th you think it's just laser lights, but then you kind of notice that there's images in them. And then at one point, there was like a giant laser woman projected over these plants. as just entranced and all the time, like this whispering voice talking to you. How long were you uh, in this whole experience? He's, still, he's the still there now. Yeah, no shit. Sure. <laughs> I yeah. loved it. I loved it so much. We were there for maybe two or three hours. Oh, that man. sounds like so much fun. And, and <laughs> I have to throw this down. The first time I heard about this was from uh, two friends of mine that ate a lot of mushrooms and went there. Oh. Like, do you that have might to do over, that? That might I'm be overwhelming. Say, they no, left. Stone cold they were sober. 45 they minutes. do it. 45 yeah. minutes, and they like, cause they started peaking. It was the laser. One of the laser situations, mm -hmm. it was just like, mm -mm, we need to get the fuck out of here because they were starting to kind of peak. And, like, you know, mushrooms, they don't last that long. But you don't, I don't, I would not, that would be, it sounds stimulating enough completely sober. And I don't, yeah. and, and they were oh, like, it's sensory overload. And, and it's meant to do that. Like, that's no, a, no yeah. instructions anywhere. You just kind of have to figure things out. There was two screens with kind of like parts of faces in them and a chair. And you can see that there's little uh, laser camera things at the top. And people are just going up and pressing their eyes to it and couldn't figure it out. And then just walking away because they didn't know what it was supposed to do. So I just sat in the chair and just faced it. And then the cameras were capturing my face and, and projecting it, kind of 3D hologram, into this thing. And then as you watch it, your face kind of starts distorting and then dissolving away. Yeah, you don't need mushrooms. This is already the mushrooms. No, this no is the, you yeah. do I not can see if you're on drugs, it would have killed you. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. How did you, how did you learn about this? The way, hold on just a second. The place you're talking about, this rumor area, that one, is that a thing within Area 15? Yes. This is a separate, this is a store, whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, it's so. called Omega Mart. Omega Mart. Okay. Uh, how did you learn about Area 15? Because I just learned oh, about it today. I so. don't even remember. I think it was an ad that was pushed to me on Facebook. Yeah. Was this the first time you'd point? been there? Yes. Okay. I had no idea it existed. We were looking for things to do in Vegas. You know, we yeah. always... We just want to stay at a new place and uh, do new things, try out different restaurants. Did you Did you have enough of it, or would you go back? I'm going. I am going. Oh, you're going to go. Okay, cool. Again. Okay. 
and that, spend more good, time, just kind of spend the whole day. This there. sounds like the coolest thing ever. I can't believe you hadn't brought that up to not that you were some responsibility. I've been wanting to me. do it. For, it's been there for 18 months, probably. And I, oh, I, that's and it, I, I've though? known about it. Yeah. Um, Chris and Holly Lay were the first people I knew that went to it. Oh, Chris that heard, was, I remember that was a post. That's what that was. That's what that was. Yeah. And oh. it's, it's confusing. Like you've given the best description so far of it. Like the, of, because most people that it's like, it's like trying to tell someone, Oh, what's it like doing acid? You just got to do it. It that's the, the everybody who's tried to describe it is like you just got to go, and I'm like, fucking really? Can we can we just can elucidate you your something? thoughts a little bit? Yeah. And yeah. and you did the absolute hands down the best description of yeah, it. Yeah, no, that's was, that's very good. There yeah. was a lot of people that you could see that weren't getting it. They were just kind of breezing through, taking selfies with the products <laughs> in in all these interactive rooms. They kind of peek in, see what's about. Eh. Close the door and, and not realize and, and move on. that's not what you're supposed to do. It's and totally do so, the whole thing. I guess you could walk through the whole place in 20, 30 minutes and just be like, well, I kind of get it. You have to go in there, take your time, go into each room and really kind of like absorb what it's about. Because it was done by all these different artists, right? A whole collective of artists. And each person you can see kind of did their own thing in their own style, all serving this theme of, of this weird marketplace so when this when's the date we're supposed to get no, or maybe go to you got you're going saturday. to vegas this saturday yep uh maybe that's where they need to go you, or we can For do sure. this we can I, I mean it's possible i got nothing going on this, this is the whole we'll figure reason, it out th- they want to go up to um hopper house right yeah okay which anyway, you guys ever been there to where the Hofbrauhaus house in vegas no. it's a big german beer hall it's like Ooh. And it looks kind like, of like the size of this place. It's like about it's, the yeah, but it's not doesn't look like a hangar, of course. Yeah, <laughs> no, it looks like an actual big German like an, beer hall, like an Oktoberfest. Tent. Yeah, exactly. Not a tent, but like a like the the beer hall, and it's and yeah. that's one of their main. That's one of the main breweries. One of the five breweries that goes to Oktoberfest is Hofbrauhaus, and it's modeled after the one in in Munich. So it's and the beer is sixteen really people good. to a table, family style, like benches, mm-hmm. um, and then they have like a kind of a fake beer garden. Like just it's not. The lighting is meant to make it look like it's outside, like blue sky, which is done incredibly well. We watched uh, Women's World Cup Finals there a few years yes, ago. Yes, we did. Um, Was that the multiple meal day that we went there? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yep. We went there about noonish or so and had a well, couple. I don't got, know. You can tell them the story. Well, we got free tickets to, uh, tickets to SEMA. That's right. Like free passes. And I didn't. I thought SEMA was more car show. It's accessories. And I didn't know that. And then this, and there's, there's a cycle right now of just a bunch of goddamn monster trucks and chrome and shit. And it's like if you've seen one, if you've seen 8,700 jacked up, chromed out trucks, that's enough. Yeah. It's like, all right, let's get out of here. So then we went over to the Hofbrauhaus, House, and I was like, hey, this is like kind of right around the corner. You want to go there? And he'd never been there. And this dude lived in Germany. For a little while, yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and the Bavaria, beer is like and, fucking spot on. I'm like, oh, this is really good. So lunch, yeah. the lunch and a couple beers turned into dinner and several more beers. It's like, we'll just, we, we just, kept hanging out for several more hours and then had dinner there and more beer. It was ridiculous. <laughs> we stayed it was, there for many hours from lunch through dinner. It was, it was <laughs> in, incredible. And it's, I've been going there uh, like, I think 2006 was the first year I was there. And me and my buddies would go, we would do like a once a month trip. So four of us pour, pour, like, pull our money together, get a hotel room, and just get completely shit house at this place and there's a hotel right there too there is yeah, a hotel just, right next door stumble over to it yeah. and it's uh but it's fantastic food most of the uh about half the servers like you can tell by their dirndl like their dresses like the mm-hmm. color of them those are like the head servers they import them from germany and what you if you if you work if you work for the hofbrau house in munich for i think it's four years they'll sponsor you to come to the states if you want to get your citizenship or a green card or work there for a year or whatever and the beer is flown in all the time from yeah, they fly the beer in yeah. they don't make the beer in the states they fly the, oh it's so good and it's so and you know me i'm a beer guy and yeah. fuck is it so good it's so spot on and uh but yeah it's a you idea get, that you get a spank in there too yeah, yeah. we yeah, got a have, lot of those that last time we were yeah, there. yeah the jaeger girl that walks around is like oh do you want a shot and then like, you get spanked first in front of everybody like a I, big wooden, it's and and that sometimes they'll they'll wail on your. Uh, I've been there so many times and become friends with the Jaeger girl that we are friends on Facebook. That happened since the beginning. Yeah. What now? That's a thing. The getting the, spanked. The public well, spanking? It's not I've like never, a spanking. Never heard of this. It's a big whack. Yeah. You know, and it and it echoes. The why building is, this, is huge. Why is this a thing? <laughs> I don't know, man. They're Germans, dude. Like just <laughs> like just let them roll. And they have the oompa band, and they right. got the guy that plays Alpenhorn. 
but there is no like you know shit sex going on. Can we say uh, the? No, no, it's in the back room. No, uh, uh, I, I will say this: <laughs> the little bit of nostalgia that they have there is so incredible. They have an old school cigarette machine that has the pull thing. Oh, that's yeah. hilarious. This place was built in 2003. It wasn't built in the 70s. Like it's not a Waffle House. Yeah. But I just love you walk out of the men's restroom and it's right there. Yeah, it's funny because when you go to the bathroom, you don't see it because it's kind of around. The, you can turn this way when you come out of the bathroom. It's right there. It. It brought back memories like, holy shit, yeah. I haven't seen one of those in decades. No they still have one in the Waffle House in uh, Troy, Ohio. Okay. That I used to buy cigarettes out of for like $4 a pack. Right. With lots of quarters. Uh, anyway, yeah, the, you, you guys are always looking for new experiences in Vegas. Hoffer House's experience, especially in like a Friday, Saturday night. Yeah. It's it, it's uh, people will dance up on the tables and then they'll have like the oompa band and they have all that shit going on and it's great. What's really fun? I actually went there. I this was I think before this was actually before I met Paul. Uh, USA and Germany played uh, played together in the men's World Cup, and it was just it was like it was low down. Like it was one of the first games, right, or first matches. And I went there to watch it. <laughs> Whoa! I didn't know there were that many Germans in Las Vegas because it was about fifty fifty Germans and then everybody else. Well, they kept been visiting cool. too, and they they, they knew one and, to and wanted a place to, to it. exactly. Yeah. And it was it was one of the neatest experiences, and it like they're like just and all these you could tell that there's uh yeah there's U.S. soccer fans okay, but they're not like European soccer fans no because those guys were singing fight songs and chants and shit and it, I mean we're talking little old ladies. All the way down to like twenty-one-year-old dudes that are completely wrecked on ten liters of beer. Oh yeah, it, it comes in either mm-hmm. the, the the big moss or that's a liter or a half liter. So I love that place. I had so much beer there, and the food. The f- yeah, we went there what, Christmas Day. Yeah, after we went to <laughs> we went to hunk some meat. We didn't have anything going on Christmas Day. Oh yeah, so. we went to Fogo de Chao and, and put them out of business. Right. Have you ever been to the Brazilian steakhouse before? Like the no all you can eat joint. Oh god. So they bring around. You know how they do this? Are you you know the process of how they bring food or meat to your table and stuff? You, you wear the the Brazilian style Brazilian style thing. It's hairless, completely it's, hairless. It's Brazilian, like the the Korean style. <laughs> kind, uh, kinda, but no, yeah. it's What's they're the on difference? big they're on big spits. Oh, okay. And they come come to your table, and it's different cuts of meat and different types of animal. And oh, if you have you have this little uh, it looks like a card or like a coaster has green. You flip that over to green, and then they'll just come by your table and offer you stuff. What, whatever flip comes out of the kitchen, like yeah. maybe a rack of lamb, could be lamb, could, yeah, could be, be uh, prime rib, could be. Whatever, all manner of things, and it's amazing. And we ate so much of that Christmas Day, and then, and then uh, with the Hofbrau House, and then with the Hofbrau House, and then met up with some friends from that were up in that were up in Vegas visiting from Kingman, and then didn't oh we went to some was it oh, dim sum after that went to a dim sum place yeah. which I'm like so full of meat. It's been six hours. <laughs> God, you know, yeah, I was, it was so meat full, but I still ate some dim sum and then dim sum. And we drove home about midnight or something. It was like I'm just. Ex- Bulging full, yeah, it was crazy, but it, it it was fun. It was a good time. So it's and, you, well, and I had done a large dose of mushrooms the night before, like Christmas Eve. <laughs> so you you've been to uh, obviously Vegas a handful of times, but it's funny that you'd never even heard of the the Hofbrau House there. I thought it was kind of a staple, but Vegas is big enough with all these really unique things, I guess, because it's a big entertainment place for people visiting from around the world. So they're gonna have mm-hmm. to create these things to do. There's obviously a lot more in Vegas that I'm very unaware of that that you can uh, go to. And oh, there's shitloads of stuff. Yeah. yeah, but that sounds like really cool art. It's almost like a museum in a way, like a modern museum uh, of of art with this yeah. funky you weird. You have to shit. be into modern art and art installations. Right. And I would love to see it because I that's one thing I miss about not being in Atlanta area or bigger city is some museum art places. You know, like the the uh, Atlanta Museum of Art was a place I used to go to a lot and support and different things like that, but. I don't care if that's like that is not in Vegas, but I, though I did see a Monet exhibit there at the yeah. Bellagio, I think is where yep. it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a couple times. So that's that's what I would go. That sounds like a really cool thing. Did you guys stay at the Bellagio? Right. Yeah. 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 Did what? What's their uh, rotation? There their, now? The, the rotation that they got there. Did you guys see, go to their little gallery, or did you go? No, not walk into the time. thing in the lobby, like the no, the conservatory. Yeah, we're always there in February, so it's always Chinese New Year when we're there. Oh. So that's what it was. Did you take a whole bunch of cameras? Giant I was just like take tons no. of pictures. Because <laughs> you're not Chinese, all right? No. <laughs> Did you talk about Taiwan in a negative way? Did you? <laughs> oh man! Oh that that what a shit show that is. Oh what God. are your thoughts on the China Taiwan situation, <laughs> Zen? Yeah. Let's well let's talk about President Biden. Ooh. And, and oh, the there it freedom is. Convoy. There it is. <laughs> Let's talk about a, a poncet recipe. Yeah. No. <laughs> Let's go get some beer. 
let's definitely go get some beer. All right, hey Zen, thank you so much for coming on the show. I've been wanting My to do pleasure. this since literally before I started. Like the first, I, we were coming up with a list of, of guests that I wanted to have on the show was you, and finally we were able to do it. Two hundred and sixty some odd episodes into it. Yeah, because I'm like so you glad. said, he's one of the reasons that that we're doing this. The so, reason yeah. that I agreed to do it because I'd never right. done one don't before. Blame him. Me. Yeah. Well, so, Joe was. Don't yeah, blame me for this. I'm shit. thanking you, but all of our <laughs> listeners are like, that fucking guy. Yeah. Where's he at? He lives in Flagstaff. Fault. Done. See, I, right. I met Joe up there at the garage, and it was like we were talking. I said, we got to do a podcast on our own, kind of yeah. thing or something. I mean, it was and, a few and, years later. Yeah, and you went, yeah, that's right. And they're like, you, you know, we're we funny, should. and people are just we're just bantering back and forth, and people are laughing at the table, like nobody else is contributing the conversation. So we're like, we should start a podcast. And we're like, yeah. I'm that self-important. Let's do it. <laughs> and that's <laughs> I don't have anything to say, but I want to say it loudly. Right. So let's do it. Yeah, thanks for coming out. Yeah, thank you so much, Zen. It was a, okay. absolutely a pleasure. All right, folks, thank oh, you. Wow. Zen, you want to take us out? No. <laughs> well, you just did. You just did. Bye. Bye.